This is WAXX 104.5 FM in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. It's 5 a.m. NBC News Radio, I'm Ryan Pierce. President Trump's former lawyer and longtime fixer Michael Cohen will find out today whether he'll have to go to prison. Cohen will be sentenced after pleading guilty to tax and financial violations. He told federal prosecutors Trump directed him to break campaign finance laws in 2016 and orchestrate hush money payments to two women who said they had affairs with Trump. And Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer says ongoing government funding is entirely up to President Trump. We gave the president two options that would keep the government open. It's his choice to accept one of these options or shut the government down. In a meeting with Schumer and House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi at the White House yesterday, Trump threatened to shut down the government if he does not get several billion dollars for a massive border wall. At the Capitol, Schumer noted that the government runs out of money on December 21st. He repeated an accusation that Trump is throwing a temper tantrum over the border wall. There's word that President Trump's staffers believe he's worried about the possibility he'll face impeachment when Democrats take control of the House next year. According to CNN, a White House insider says Trump sees impeachment as a real possibility. White House aides are reportedly concerned that he could be impeached for campaign finance violations connected to his former lawyer Michael Cohen's payments to women who said they had affairs with Trump. And a sweeping farm bill is headed to the House after passage by the Senate. Brian Shook reports. The more than $800 billion bill easily passed Tuesday on a vote of 87 to 13. The bipartisan measure provides billions in subsidies to U.S. farmers. Farmers and ranchers have struggled with declines in commodities prices due to the U.S. trade war with China. The final bill does not include tougher work requirements for people getting food stamps that was favored by House Republicans. Brian Shook, NBC News Radio. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. My name is Matt Wagenson. We've been on this farm since 1979. My dad always said spring is a is a sprint to get everything in, and fall is just a nice slow marathon. You know, you got what you got. There's no worries. You just get it off. But doing that together with family and friends, people that help you, there's just there's nothing better. It's you, you get goosebumps. It's a very undescribable feeling. To watch Matthew's story, visit BadgerBean.com. The end of the year is upon us, and we're looking towards 2019 and planting new seeds next year. We have Sean Connolly, our state soybean specialist, on with us this morning to talk about seed quality issues that might be coming up in 2019. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Scott. What do you have for seed quality issues? So um, I just want to make sure the growers are aware of uh, the there's going to be fairly widespread issues with seed quality going into 2019. And what I mean by that is because of the wet uh, harvest weather that we all ran into. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw a lot of phomopsis and other disease move into our seed. And so when growers are looking at uh, purchasing their seed for 2019, some of the varieties they may have wanted may not be available, and, and others may be in limited qual- quality as, as the seed industry tries to give them the highest quality seed that they can. Right. The other thing growers need to look at on the seed tags this year is a percent germ. Um, normally, when the seed industry delivers soybean seed to farmers, it's in that 92 to 98% germ. However, given the seed 
quality issues I foresee and have been reported to us by industry, there may be seed being delivered that is an 85% germ or 82% germ. So just be aware and read that seed tag. Um, that really tells us that farmers should make sure they do the percent germ when they're cutting their soybean seeding rates in 2019, but also do not skip on seed treatments. Um, seed treatments, especially fungicide seed treatments, will be extremely important in uh, the 2019 growing season. So I just want to remind growers to work with their, their seedsmen um, and figure out what is the best varieties for their farms, but also check the germ and don't skip on seed treatments to make sure that we have few stand issues going into the next growing season. How do you well, measure it? would judge that is it's on the, on the seed tag. Easy enough. In the seed. Yep, it's, it'll be reported there as a percent germ. And most of the time, farmers don't look for that. Uh, but this year, it'll be very important to talk to your seedsmen and look at that percent germ. So if you need to adjust your seeding rate up a little bit to compensate for that, then you can do that. Because for most farmers in the state of Wisconsin, you want to target 100,000 plants up and growing. Unless you're on more of a droughtier soil, then you need to target about 140,000 seeds, or excuse me, plants up and growing. So that'll help you as a farmer figure out how to adjust your planting rate for 2019. All right, that's Sean Connolly, state soybean specialist, telling us to pay attention to seed quality in 2019. Today's soybean program brought to you by Wisconsin Soybean Association and the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board. Sure Start 2, Culex, Durango DMA, Classic. More than 100 crop protection products. Enserve. Ever Preax. That's what's available to you through the all-new True Choice offer from Corteva AgriScience, the Agriculture Division of Dow DuPont. Approach Prima, Sonic. It's an offer simpler than saying all these names in 60 seconds. Trivance, Realm Q. Just buy Pioneer brand seed and Corteva Cash is immediately put into your True Choice account at your crop protection retailer. No waiting, no rebate. Then you can put that Corteva cash towards more than 100 crop protection herbicides, insecticides, fungicides, and stabilizers. And as you can hear, there are a lot of options for you. Open sky, Elevore. With True Choice, the only hard part is figuring out which of these products you want. Perfect match, Resicor, Instinct. Ask your local Pioneer sales representative or your crop protection retailer about True Choice. New, simple, now. Now's the time to make sure you're ready for the cold winter months ahead. At Blaine's Farm and Fleet, we're ready to help with unbeatable deals on quality products and supplies. And now you can save even more with our loyalty rewards program. When you join, earn one point for every dollar you spend. That's 1% back. Save $10 on a four-season heated bird bath with an easy tilt base from Allied Precision. On sale, $44.99. Keep feathered friends hanging around with black oil sunflower seed bird food. A favorite among cardinals, finches, sparrows, nuthatches, blue jays, and more. A 50-pound bag, just $16.99. And pick up an all-seasons heated poultry fountain. It's $29.99. Save on the brands you love. And now with Blaine's Loyalty Rewards Program, earn points and save even more. Join Blaine's Rewards today and take advantage of member rewards pricing, special offers and savings, and member-only events. Blaine's Farm and Fleets, the original, authentic, still family-owned since 1955. Merry Christmas from our family to yours. Do you know what the number one sold furniture item is online? A mattress. Can you believe it? Wouldn't you want to try it out first before you buy it? Lay down, see how it feels, roll around a little bit. Same with the recliner. Sit on it, touch it, compare colors and fabrics. Everything you can't do online. 
Come to Economy Furniture and find exactly what you're looking for. Economy Furniture, rocking and reclining since 1950. Furnishing the Chippewa Valley since 1950. Economy Furniture's for me. Uh, again, 25 degrees here at Wax 104.5. Scott Schultz with you doing the morning chores. Uh, don't forget, there's a winter 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 weather advisory for most of the listening area south of Eau Claire and east of Eau Claire. Uh, some rain and snow coming with that expected with that this morning. That advisory on in those most of those areas until noon. Let's have a first look at the livestock markets. Cash livestock trade yesterday. Fed beef steers were at 108 to 115 and a quarter. With mixed at 107 to one and a half, 107 and a half, 70. Mixed were at 70 <laughs> to 107 and a half. Fed beef heifers were at 107 and a half to 113 and three quarters. With mixed at 70 to 107. Fed Holstein steers 82 to 87 and a half. With select and choice 60 to 81. Cows were at 35 to 48. With the top sellers at 49 and a half to 72. Bulls were at 40 to 74. Butcher hogs at 30. Lightweight sows, 27 to 28. Heavyweights, 29 to 30. Lightweight boars, 10 to 12. And the heavyweights, 8 to 10. And there were no quotes on the lamb markets. The markets brought to you by Chili Implement. Cattle can be pretty picky about their feed. They want material that's just the right length, and if it's not, they'll sort when they should be feeding. It's time to put a stop to that. The Final Cut FPX 9000 Bale Processor from Vermeer sends bales through multiple cutting points to deliver average cut lengths of 1 and 1 fourth inch to 4 inches. It's been shown to increase feed efficiency in cattle, so give them what they're looking for. Find the Vermeer Final Cut FPX 9000 Bale Processor at Chili Implement in Chile, Wisconsin, 10 miles west of Marshfield. Give the gift of Country Jam USA featuring Keith Urban. Toby Keith. I should have been a cowboy. Jay Cohen. Marin Morris. And just announced your local hometown favorite, Chris Cruzy. For tickets, go to countryjamwi.com. Three incredible days, one amazing holiday gift. Country Jam USA. A lot of folks around here are breathing easier because of Grace Home Respiratory. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory is a local company that puts customer service first. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory provides an array of medical equipment, services, and supplies to help their recovery and enhance their quality of life. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory has the experience and qualifications that exceed their expectations. So when you need home medical equipment and services, turn to Grace Home Respiratory not only for the equipment you need, but for their dedicated staff of respiratory therapists who are on call 24 hours a day. To find out more, call Grace Home Respiratory at 715-832-7377 or online at ghr-ec.com. This month at Grace Home Respiratory, get 10% off SoClean Automated CPAP Sanitizer. That's 10% off SoClean Automated CPAP Sanitizer at Grace Home Respiratory. Eleven past the hour here at Wax 104.5. If you got chores to do that you were going to try to start at five, better get rolling. Let's get after it. 
It's December, and we're going to talk alfalfa on our Alpharex Ask the Expert program. Jerry Clark, Chippewa County Agricultural Agent, who does a lot of work with forages in his job as a Chippewa County Extension Agent. And, uh, Jerry, here we are in the middle of December. We're not going to seed alfalfa yet, <laughs> but uh, we do have, when we do that, we do have options. You know, we always think about the spring, but mm-hmm. we do some fall seeding, too. Sure. And that can work, can it? Yeah, that's the uh, the beauty of alfalfa is that we do have a pretty wide planting window for um, for alfalfa. Now, if we get that summer seeding or that that spring seeding in, that that allows for uh, a couple of harvests, uh, maybe into into July, maybe another one in in August. So we do get some some added benefit to uh, that spring application or that spring seeding. Uh, but the summer seeding is one that uh, we kind of overlook at times because we're really busy, maybe with getting some harvests in um, those kind of things. And we can get that summer seeding in uh, before uh, the deadline is usually around August 15th. Uh, so we give ourselves a good six weeks to get that crown established in that alfalfa. So uh, trying to get that that uh, uh, summer seeding in. Also, there's less weed competition. So you, there's less uh, need for herbicides and some of those kind of products in order to uh, control weeds. Where in the spring, applica- uh, spring seeding, you're going to need to control weeds at some point, either with a a nurse crop to help uh, outcompete those weeds or actually come in with a chemical to try to burn them back. And as far as the summer seeding versus the, the spring seeding, seeding rate basically the same or because, the, you know, we're not going to get that long window of warm weather at the summer seeding right. increase or decrease? Yes, uh, seeding rate tends to be the same. We really don't adjust that much. Our recommendation from the university is that 12 to 15 pounds. We've been doing some seeding rate uh, research lately where we've been looking at uh, different seeding rates, and it seems like after, uh, you know, on that 12 to 15 pounds per acre, we end up with about 75 seeds in a square foot. But by the end of October, say we do a spring seeding in October, we're down to 25 plants. So where did the other 50 plants go? So we're looking at, we can really cut that that back to probably that, at least look at that 12 pounds. That that seems to be a safe, uh, safe spot where, a, a safe rate where you can get enough uh, plants still and the crowns that are going to produce in that that square foot, uh, similar to, to increasing that seeding rate. We're seeing farmers putting on as much as 20 pounds per acre, and uh, that's a lot of seed, a lot of cost. We can actually get that backed off uh, to maybe that 12, at least into that 15 pound range. But 12 pounds, what we're finding, still gives you the same uh, same results and stems and stand uh, that you would from from that 20 pound range. And over the- the Shoe Doctor now makes custom orthotic insoles while you wait. These insoles come with a free in-store trial and a 30-day comfort guarantee. If you are not satisfied for any reason, they can be returned for a full refund. These custom insoles are great for work, walking, exercise, and everyday use. Orthotic insoles will alleviate pain in your back and lower body, provide heel and arch support, and will help with plantar fasciitis. Stop in today and try a pair of custom orthotic insoles at The Shoe Doctor, located on Claremont Avenue in Eau Claire. This Friday is your last chance for a St. Croix Casino Turtle Lake stocking stuffer. Enjoy the fragrance of a Yankee holiday candle without the flame. Introducing the Yankee Fragrance Sphere. Earn yours this Friday for just 30 points at St. Croix Casino Turtle Lake. Enjoy holiday aromas such as balsam cedar in your home this season. Or maybe it's a stocking stuffer for that special someone. Details at the Players Club. This Friday, noon until 8 p.m. while supplies last. The Yankee Fragrance Sphere at the St. Croix Casino Turtle Lake. See you there. 
The Master Force brushless drill and driver gives up to one and a half times the battery life. And who doesn't love time and a half? The 20-volt brushless drill, part of the Master Force cordless tool solution, Master Force, available at Menards. 16 past the hour here at Wax 104.5. Again, you'll want to pay attention to the weather out there, especially if you're in that neck of the woods south of Eau Claire and east of Eau Claire. A winter weather advisory out with the light snow and possible freezing rain this morning uh, through noon. So be careful out there, no matter whether you're walking across the farmyard, uh, walking uh, through a parking lot, or driving down that highway. It could be slick. You know, we uh, talk a lot about marketing locally and uh, marketing nationwide. We have right down the road from us in Alma Center someone who's been marketing worldwide. Our farm team takes a look at that story. Small agribusinesses that used to deal just in the counties surrounding them are becoming not only statewide, nationwide, and worldwide. Because, again, there is a market, and the market is so accessible now on a worldwide basis. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. Pam, you recently talked to a young fellow that uh, started a business, and he is truly in the global marketplace now. Definitely, Bob. Fabulous. Farm Bay Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. What is amazing to me is I've watched this young man grow up uh, from a dairy kid in Alma Center now to an international business person. His name is Cody Heller, and he is one of the co-owners and uh, operators of Central Wisconsin Ag Services, now global. Cody got some attention during World Dairy Expo this year on the new markets he's finding for Wisconsin know-how and U.S. product in Indonesia. First, I want him to explain how a dairy kid from Alma Center gets involved in the global dairy business and how he formed Central Wisconsin Ag Services initially. So Central Wisconsin Ag Services started out of a, uh, my veterinarian at the time, and I decided to, to develop a partnership, a corporate partnership, to kind of help provide myself, for starters, with the veterinary services I was, look, was looking for on my own personal dairy, but then to try to help the people of western Wisconsin, these large dairies, try, try to grow and, and work at the new veterinary model as we go into the future here, because the, the practice of veterinary medicine is changing and evolving over time. So that's how it got started. From there, we, we got into agronomy and dairy nutrition, and now we're three veterinarians and, and nutritionists and agronomists on staff. That's kind of the basis, the foundation for Central Wisconsin Ag Services, and, and its goal to try to help producers become more economically efficient, viable, and do a lot of those more vertically integrated aspects on their own dairy. Mm-hmm. Now, that has led to international partnerships. As many people know in the dairy industry, we are a small network, and uh, sometimes word of mouth can turn into interesting propositions. That's kind of what happened to Central Wisconsin Ag Services Global with uh, friends you know that were working outside of Wisconsin. Tell me about that. Yeah, so we, had, we, we were currently doing work on a dairy, vet work on a dairy, where uh, Jim Van Patter was working. And Jim Van Patter had spent time at Moxie Farms in Australia, a couple years helping manage that dairy. And during his time in Australia, the Indonesian group that one of the Indonesian groups that we're currently working with came down for a visit and some training of their own in, in Australia to learn about the dairy industry and what essentially Western agriculture looks like. Well, Jim essentially then moved back to the United States uh, to, to get back home, spent some time at home, and wasn't able to help provide the, the consulting and the support network that that dairy in Indonesia needed. So he referred them to us, 
And from there, the relationship has just grown and spawned. And our relationship with, with the dairy industry in Indonesia has grown and spawned because of that. Hmm. Interesting. Now, tell me about some of the challenges that Indonesia dairy faces and maybe give me a little sense of scope, how big they are today, Cody. Sure. So let's start off with scope. The, the current, the, there's four major dairies in Indonesia today, and one of them is Greenfield, which is owned by a Chinese group. They do liquid milk milk production. They have about 10,000 cows. And there's uh, four or five other startups right now, three startups and two more coming in the near future. And the, the Indonesian dairy industry is very, very small in the fact that normally your average amount of cows per farm is two cows. So because of that, the industry of Western-style agriculture is just starting to mold and develop. The average age of the Indonesian population is 37 years old. Their GDP is increasing heavily by the year. And as GDP increases in these foreign countries, they find they like proteins from, from cows. So your cheese, your milk, your butters, your yogurts. Those are the things that uh, people are now demanding in that country. So because of that demand, there needs to be the supply of these dairy products for the Indonesian people, who are, uh, as a society, very hungry. And, and, and by hungry, I mean they're one of the largest populations in the world, the second largest population in the world after India. So their economy demands a ton of food, a ton of food that they can't produce and the world can't provide efficiently. So the Indonesian scope of that, the, the scope of the Indonesian dairy industry is, is straight uphill on a bell curve. And because of that, these dairies are trying to grow and trying to grow rapidly, but there's major challenges to that. The first one is availability of cattle. Right now, the only country that has a live cattle treaty to Indonesia is Australia. Australia is not able to keep up with the large demand for essentially high-quality, high-genetic dairy cattle, Holsteins in this case primarily in some jerseys. So we've been, we at CWAS, Central Wisconsin Ag Services, have been, have been working uh, very hard with the USDA and our government and with the Indonesian government to try to come to some common ground and finalize a live cattle treaty. And we're, we're very near. We've gone through a lot of major hurdles, hurdles we didn't think we'd get through. We've got through those hurdles now, and we're, we, we hope to be in the next six months to a year finalizing that live cattle treaty. So that's one of, the other, one of the first challenges. The second challenge is the veterinarians that are trained over there have never really practically seen a cow and worked on cows. They, have, they learn vet practices in books. So we go over there and we supplement what they learn in their books, and we're able to teach them Western-style veterinary practices that are, are specific to dairy cows. And this is all done to help try to make those cows economically efficient, sustainable, healthy, hygienic. All those things that we have here in the United States that we really focus on, we're bringing those ideals and aspects to Indonesia. And lastly, from a product standpoint, it's, it's very hard for them to get some of the very standard staples that we use on dairy farms here. From, from rubber tire scrapers to uh, gloves, syringes, needles, you know, your, your consumables, uh, silage bags, inoculant. There's no support or, or vendor network in these countries and in a country like Indonesia for these supplies. And, and at this point in time, we really help link them to, in this aspect, Wisconsin companies that can help supply them. You know, we at CWAS carry a few things. We can't possibly be experts in all those products. So we're able to act as liaison between our customers and the Wisconsin-based companies to do these things. And then again, when the live cattle treaty gets set up, we'll be able to hook Wisconsin farmers up with their excess pregnant heifers mm -hmm. to go to Indonesia as well. Wow, wow. And along with that dairy population and all that, Cody, as you said, you're working closely trying to just help them with their agronomy needs, the corn and soy they grow in Indonesia. How's that coming along? Yeah, so obviously with cows and with, with chickens, there's a lot of chickens in the country, of course you need feed. And 
And that is a major, major challenge as, as high-producing Holstein dairy cows consume a lot of feed. Uh, and there is some light corn infrastructure, but every stalk of corn in the country is grown by hand today. And we've actually helped bring them and start, we're starting on a very large-scale plantation project on the island of South Sumatra in Indonesia to help grow corn, not only corn for chicken, but corn for dairy as well and beef. And we need, we're doing this by bringing Western technologies, Western farming equipment, planters and tractors and, and conservation tillage machines because we don't want to ruin the ground. We don't want to hurt the environment there. So bringing all these Western practices and Western technologies into Indonesia to be able to provide them and help them to grow an economically efficient and high-quality product of corn that doesn't hurt the animals. You know, a drought-stressed corn will have myotoxins and mycotoxins in it. And we're able to bring in irrigation, Western-style irrigation in the country to help, again, create a good, healthy corn product for the country's animals. All of those items require capital investment, Cody. How is Indonesia approaching that side of agribusiness? Is there plenty of capital out there to help these dairies continue to grow and expand? Yeah, so the companies that we work with are all private, so none of this is government-funded. Now, the government does help out by doing tariff exemptions, so they minimize the tariff on the products that we're bringing into Indonesia to help support this Western-style agriculture. But what the Indonesian government has done from a macroeconomic sense is they've actually restricted the imports of corn. So what this does is it artificially essentially inflates the corn price, which encourages investment in corn production. Those those companies that come in now and and put money into corn production and dairy production essentially will have the the forefront, this, this essential benefit in the near term from from the price of the products they're producing to help them pay back for that investment. That's what Indonesia is doing as a government to spawn this investment, to help culture it and cultivate it, to get the economy, the the egg economy bolstered and and really pounding out a good amount of feed to try to become more sustainable. Now, there's this maximum macroeconomic sense. There's this this nomenclature that possibly if, if Indonesia is producing more milk, that's less milk that, you know, can leave the United States to go to Indonesia. Well, that doesn't necessarily work that way. From a macroeconomic sense, the population is growing so rapidly that there's only so much from a, from a fluid milk standpoint. We can export skim milk powder to make cheese and, and, and stuff and, high, and, and ultra, ultra pasteurized milk to help make some of those products. But the country still needs fluid milk, milk for babies, milk for kids, milk for everybody, fluidly. And, and as an Asian culture as a whole, they tend to be lactose intolerant so they're utilizing what is believed to be the a2a2 which is believed to to help out with some of those stomach sensitivities they're using a, a strictly 100 a2a2 product to try to to feed that fluid milk market that is continuing to grow and rapidly rise how are you going to take on what mother nature throws at you on a john deere compact tractor that's how with quick hitch capabilities you can add rear or front snow blades a snow blower and a bundle of other attachments save over three thousand dollars on our best-selling 1025r tractor package with zero percent for 60 months work better faster and more comfortably on your new john deere from tractor central offers end january 31st 2019 subject to approval by john deere financial some conditions apply see dealer for details start now at tractor central a.m. here at Wax 104.5 doing the early morning farm tours on the early morning show with you. 
And let's have a look at what's going on at the Zimbrota market with Pat Mikla. Steers, 350 to 600 pounds from 50 to a dollar 15. Six to 800 pounds brought 69 to a dollar nine. Beef heifers, 350 to 600 pounds from 50 to a dollar 14 with the six to 800 pounds from 81 to a dollar five. And the Holstein steers, 250 to 400 pounds brought 66 to a dollar five. Four to six weights from 60 to 93, and the six to 800 pounds brought 62 to 89. In the fed cattle division, we had beef steers at $1.12 to $1.15 and a quarter, beef heifers $1.850 to $1.1375, dairy steers brought 82 to 87.50, with the dairy cross steers 85 to $1.10. Market cows mostly 40 to 72, with your market bulls. 40 to 74. At the baby calf sale, calves 95 to 125 pounds brought from 10 to $70. 150 to 250 pound calves from 65 to $120 per hundredweight. Looking at the hog division, market hogs were not established. We had light sows 29 to 30, heavy sows 32 to 33, and all weight boars at 10. And that's a quick look at the markets for you from Central Livestock at the Zimbrota Market. And we have Rocky Olson from Premier Livestock on the phone. Good morning, Rock. Hey, good morning, Scott. How are you doing this morning? Wonderful. Oh, great. Hope you don't get that rain and snow over that way. Yeah, I hope not. I hope it doesn't hit anywhere. So what do you have all going on at Premier, Rocky? So uh, yesterday's auction shaped up. We did have our uh, special feeder cattle auction yesterday. Had a great run of cattle, uh, selling over 800 head of feeder cattle on the special feeder auction. Um, like I said, really good run. Active market all the way through, uh, but definitely on a lower trend than our last special sale. Uh, beef feeders, 400 pounds and under, brought from 90 to 160. Your 400-pound beefers, uh, four to 600-pounders, brought from 90 to 155. And your 600 to 1,000-pound beefers, from 85 to a dollar 48 Holstein steers 400 pounds and under 60 to 90 your four to 600 pounders from 55 to 88 and your 600 to 1,000 pound Holsteins 60 to 87 uh, breadstock cows mostly brought from 5 to 975 we have our uh, another special feeder cattle auction back-to-back feeder sales here uh, so we're going to do it all over again next Tuesday we're going to have breadstock cows we're going to have feeder cattle now keep in mind if you guys need to get some feeder cattle sold or you need to get some bought. This will be the last feeder cattle auction of the year next Tuesday. Uh, today, Wednesday, we got a really big day at Premier. Uh, 9.30 a.m., we start with our hay auction, moving right on to the machinery auction. Uh, got a nice lineup of machinery today. Come on over, check it out. Uh, we'll check our website for what's listed. we got pictures on there. Uh, then we'll be moving on right after the machinery to our dairy cattle auction, and that's a very large sale. Uh, we do have two complete big herd, dis- herd dispersals. Uh, herd number one, we have 100 high-quality Holstein dairy cows, really a good herd of cows. Uh, going to be 75-pound tank average, a 135 cell count, over 30 years of top bulls from select sires used. This is a fifth-generation family farm, freestall cows, milked in a step-up parlor. You want good cows. They're in this herd. Herd number two, we got a 65-cow herd, Holsteins, red Holsteins, and some crosses. 
they're going to be homegrown feed, 55 pounds of milk, really nice little cell count of 90, and an exceptional butter fat of 4.5. Several consignments of reputation fresh cows today. We really got the good cows today. Uh, going to have over 60 Holstein springing heifers. Uh, we got a complete heifer dispersal of 55 Holstein heifers. And if you're looking for breeding bulls, uh, we got some really good uh, purebred. Holstein bulls, uh, they topped our sale last week. They're going to be the right kind and they're ready to turn in with cows. We got more info. Uh, we got lots of pictures online at Premier Livestock and Auctions.com. Or you can certainly give us a call at Premier 715-229-2500. So that's the way it's shaped up, Scott. If you get done early, come on over. We're looking for volunteers. <laughs> I might do that as long as you have good. food. All right. Thanks, Rocky. Rocky Olson, Bye. Premier Livestock. And a lot going on in the world of news this morning, and we've got uh, Morgan McCarthy on with us this morning. Good morning, Morgan. Well, good morning, Scott. Here's what we know today. We'll start in Chippewa County as a judge says a man accused of punching the Chippewa County Sheriff is not competent to stand trial. Ryan Denning was in Chippewa County Jail on a number of charges in September of 2017 when video shows he punched Sheriff Jim Jim Kowalczyk several times during a prison transfer. A judge has ordered him to be committed to an institution to receive treatment. A Rice Lake man is facing several charges out of Chippewa County, including second-degree child sexual assault. A criminal complaint says 36-year-old Brandon Geiger forced an 11-year-old girl to smoke marijuana with him and held her against her will. A witness claims Geiger also physically and sexually abused the girl. He's facing over 65 years in prison on those charges. In Lake Halley, a man is in custody after police say he led them on a chase while intoxicated. The police department says it all started Saturday morning about 1.30 when they tried to pull over 36-year-old Scott Wheeler for not stopping at a stop sign. He then fled and left a vehicle in and ran into a home where he was arrested. He's facing charges relating to that chase, plus drug and battery charges from separate cases. On the political scene, Governor Scott Walker says he's likely to veto some measures passed in the lame duck session, but is indicating that he supports the package overall. He said yesterday he doesn't agree with criticism that some of the legislation shifts powers from the governor's and attorney general's offices to the legislature. Now, he also defended the legislation in a Facebook post yesterday. Maybe you saw that while you were scrolling. He said Evers would still have, quote, some of the strongest powers of any governor in the nation if these bills become law, end quote. And yes, there's a bobcat in Whitefish Bay, but the DNR says no, it's not a monster. DNR yesterday confirmed that there was a big bobcat spotted by neighbors. It's about two feet tall, which is pretty large even for a bobcat, but not out of the question. So I want to remind people in that area that a big cat could be a small threat to dogs and those little pet cats as well. And Baron native Chris Cruzy, of course, making hometown proud here and around our area. He'll be competing against other performers in the finale of The Voice. Maybe you saw his performance earlier this week when he covered Can't You See by the Marshall Tucker Band. He is on to the finals now, as you can hear Baron cheer, I think, if you put your ear to the ground. And from Mother Nature, speaking of that, ears to the ground, as there are reports of a magnitude 4.4 earthquake this morning in the Tennessee area. We have reports from David Rice on the national level. David. You know, I'm near a small military outpost and and when I heard it I thought maybe a helicopter was going over the house because when I was outside yesterday 
helicopter did go over the house. Now that tremor was centered about 120 miles southeast of Nashville. That was followed by a little bit of aftershock, but no immediate reports of injuries or damage. Some more news and weather, and uh, I think Drew has that covered. Come up for you here. I'm Morgan McCarthy, and now you are up to date on Wax 104.5. Thanks a lot, Morgan. Morgan, have you ever been in an earthquake? No, sir, I have not. It's one of the most interesting experiences you'll ever be part of. I can imagine, no. but I hear we might be part of some snow today. Uh, more, more Wisconsin-centered weather activity, huh? Let's let's focus on that Wisconsin weather. Drew, are you there? I'm here, Scott. How are you? <laughs> Great. What's going to happen with that this morning? Well, we are going to see some snow. Quickly, I'll mention, though, I've been in a, in a very mild earthquake. It is a very strange sensation. It definitely feels like waves moving through the ground. It's weird. Uh, mine, though, was pretty weak. It wasn't, wasn't anything too crazy. Snow, though, arriving in the area just in the last little while. We're already starting to see some coverage on some area roads. So, of course, use caution when traveling this morning. There's low pressure to our south and to our west. It's going to move through our area today, and that's what's going to continue to bring this winter weather to the area. There are winter weather advisories in effect for the Cooley region and including Clark County. Uh, it's not so much about actual accumulation of snow. It's more just about travel conditions. There is some ice kind of mixed in with this winter weather, which could make for some very slick spots. Temperatures right now in the mid and upper 20s, even low 30s down to the south, but we'll likely only see temperatures rising a few degrees as we head into the afternoon. Most of this winter weather should exit by the middle of the day. We'll still see a few flurries even into the evening and overnight hours as temperatures cool down to the low 20s. For tomorrow, it remains cloudy with a few flurries in the area as a weak system passes to our north. For Friday and Saturday, plenty of sunshine return to the area and warmer temperatures. We'll see highs in the mid-30s. That'll help melt away a lot of the snow that's been on the ground for a while now. As we head through the rest of the weekend, clouds do return to the area on Sunday. Temperatures cooling down to the low 30s and will stay in the low 30s for the start of next work week. A mix of sun and clouds on Monday and Tuesday, but overall fairly dry. It's currently 27 degrees with that snow moving through Eau Claire right now. I'm Skyrun 13 meteorologist Drew Williams. Thanks a lot, Drew. You the bet. weather brought to you by Superior Gas Service of Marshfield. Now's a great time to give Superior Gas in Marshfield a call. Looking to build a new home or update your furnace system? Check out the advantages and savings of using clean, burning, safe, and effective LP gas from Superior Gas in Marshfield. Great service for over 60 years, plus 24-hour emergency service and budget plan financing. Nothing beats the comfort and economy of propane gas, and no one beats the dependable service offered by Superior Gas in Marshfield. Looking for a car. Fitzgerald from uh, Stratford will be calling. The way livestock sold your equity to an auction market on Tuesday, the 11th of December. Choice beef steers and heifers selling from 92 to a dollar eight fifty. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers 82 to 88. We topped at 90.50 on some good overnight cattle. Choice Holstein steers 76 
to 82 with your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling 76 and down. 20% of the slaughter cows here on Tuesday selling from 44 to 50. We topped at 54 and a half. 60% of the cows selling from 30 to 44 with 20% of the cows selling 30 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls on Tuesday selling from 50 to 60. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up here on Tuesday selling from 10 to $40 per head with your light and poor quality calves selling below. Feeder cattle from our sale held November the 30th. Fancy vaccinated 3 to 600 pound beef steers selling from $1.05 to $1.57. 6 to 900 pound beef steers selling from 90 to $1.37. Fancy vaccinated three to six hundred pound beef heifers selling from a dollar five to a dollar forty or six to nine hundred pound beef heifers selling from eighty to a dollar eighteen. Fancy vaccinated three to six hundred pound Holstein steers selling from seventy to ninety eight with the six to nine hundred pound Holstein steers selling from sixty five to eighty five. Quick reminder, special feeder sale this coming Friday, December the fourteenth. For more information on that sale or to consign cattle, give us a call here at the market. That number seven one five eight three five three one zero four. Or you can go to our website at equitycoop.com to check out our early consignments. Now, this is Mark Colger from the Equity Altoon Auction Market. Have a great day. Thank you, Mark. And we have on the phone Jerry Fitzgerald from the Stratford Equity Market. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Scott, a very good morning to you and everything going okay for you this morning? It, it is. And, uh, you know, you mentioned off the air that we're one day closer to spring. It's not yeah, even winter well, I yet. mean, I... I know we got a. That's kind of a long statement to make here. We've got, but you know, it's uh, um, December hasn't just been too bad. Although I know the the uh, snowmobile folks are disappointed, but boy, there's a lot of ice fishermen out there, so the ice must really, really be thickening up. I hope so. <laughs> For the well, ice I do too, sake. but no, there's a lot of a lot of folks out there, and that uh, boy, the way the wind and the cold wind has been, though, you uh, of course there some of these ice fishermen they have some. They have some pretty fancy little shanties, you know. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah my well, buddy. good luck to all those guys, but be safe. Right, right. My buddy down at uh, Osseo Butchie has a, a Taj Mahal shanty that he fishes in and invites me to sometimes. Nice guy. So, anyway, oh. so what's going on over at the Stratford Equity Market? All right. Uh, uh, thank you, Scott, very much, and we'll tell the folks about that. And a uh, very good morning to everyone. And we'll start out uh, this morning with the uh, dairy sale yesterday. That was at, of course, that horse stable in Thorpe. A nice run of dairy cattle yesterday. Uh, a big crowd of folks here at the sale yesterday. Uh, and uh, the prices are as follows. Uh, a lot of good quality, fresh, and milking cows. And Holsteins, of course. And they were selling on a pretty steady market. Uh, uh, some interest in these cows, 1000 to $1,350 were uh, those cows were selling for the better quality ones, and you're playing your cows mostly from that $700 to $900 money. And open heifers and springing heifers, again, continue to be a very good buy. Uh, not a lot of springers at the sale yesterday, springing heifers, but uh, most of those are selling from $700 to $950. Shorter bred heifers uh, sell in the range mostly from $600 to $800 per head. And open heifers... Uh, open heifers, about all weights of open heifers, uh, mostly from 60 to 75 per pound. Again, that was a dairy sale yesterday at uh, Thorpe. Uh, market auction in Stratford yesterday, high-yielding, uh, good fleshy cows are selling from uh, 46 to 54. The bulk of the cows in yesterday's auction, your average flush dairy cows, they're selling from 36 to 45. Thinner, plainer cows, $35 and below. 
Market bulls this week. Most of the better quality bulls are selling from uh, 55 to 65. Lighter weight bulls, uh, 48 and back. On the fat cattle trade, charge grading Holstein steers, mostly from 73 to 86. And select under finished cattle, uh, those are 71 and below. Now, today, Wednesday here in Stratford, we'll get underway this morning at 10 o'clock with market cows. Overnight delivered cattle, of course, will be sold first. And we also will be selling fat cattle this morning and uh, uh, slaughter bulls. Uh, at 11 o'clock, sheep, hog, and goats. 11.30 will be baby calves. And at 12 noon today will be the feeder cattle auction. Again, we have a very nice lineup of feeder cattle for you folks today. Also included in that uh, feeder cattle sale, we do have... Uh, couple consignments of, uh, of bred cows again today, and of course they will be pregnancy checked here before the sale. Most of these are going to be due from April to June. And again, a good selection of feeder cattle. If you folks are looking for beef cattle or Holsteins, we will have them today. And again, that will get underway at 12 noon. And again, for the consignments, uh, you can look at our website, Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page. And our phone number here is 715-687-4101. And also, we can talk about this a little later in the month here, but uh, our New Year's and Christmas schedule also is posted on our website, so you folks can check that out and uh, uh, market according to that. So, All right, Scott, that's all I have this morning. So you enjoy the day, and, boy, we're at hump day already. Where's the week going, huh? That's right. We'll talk with you tomorrow, Jerry. Thanks much. Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. When it comes to seed, decisions have to be about more than what the warehouse has on hand. You need it to perform in your fields, under your conditions. Rob Seco has brought simplicity back to the seed industry, so you know our recommendations will work. You know what you'll pay up front. And you know we stand behind the promises we make. If this sounds like the kind of people you'd like to do business with, visit robseco.com. Due to rapid growth, GVS Filtration and Bloomer is now hiring. GVS is seeking full-time production associates for weekend and second shift positions. Production associates are responsible for assembling filters from start to finish for high-profile lawnmower, ATV, and motorcycle manufacturers. If you are at least 18 years old with a high school diploma or GED, the ability to lift 25 pounds and stand for the majority of your shift, GVS is the place for you. Plus, a $1,000 sign-on bonus is available to employees after three to six months of employment. Be sure to stop in on Tuesdays between 8 a.m and 4 p.m. for Tour Tuesdays. GVS Filtration starting pay is $15 an hour plus a shift differential for second and weekend shifts. Benefits available the day you start work, including health, vision, and dental insurance, 401k match, and tuition reimbursement. Apply in person or stop in on Tuesdays between 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Tour Tuesdays. Human resources or management will be available for an immediate on-site interview and a tour. See why GVS Filtration was named Business of the Year in the Chippewa Valley. GVS Filtration is an equal opportunity employer. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales in Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales in Abbotsford. Wisconsin. Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. 
Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professionals at Central Livestock. Looking for a great job? Grassland Dairy Products, Inc. is looking to expand their team. You may already be familiar with what Grassland makes, like the butter you can buy in stores across the area, as well as dairy ingredients and supplies for industrial dairy. Grassland prides itself on providing quality products to kitchens of all sizes, and you can be part of the team that makes it happen. There are numerous openings, including line technician on all shifts, quality customer service assistant, national sales associate, powder packaging equipment operator, forklift operator, over-the-road truck driver, and many more. You'll be part of a grassland culture that values and rewards hard-working employees and provides the training and support needed to succeed. Grassland also offers above-the-rest benefits, like competitive compensation with double-time paid for weekend shifts and a weekly paycheck, zero-premium company-paid health, dental, and life insurance, short-term disability, profit-sharing plan with 401k enhancement matched, and on-site health care and wellness initiatives. To learn more, go to grassland.com and click on careers. Get ready for winter driving with the biggest savings of the year from Goodyear and Bob's Tire Service. Now through December 31st, get up to $200 back on select sets of four Goodyear tires. Plus, take advantage of six months special financing. Pop Service professionals can help get your vehicle winter ready with brakes, wheel alignments, and preventative maintenance. For a limited time, complete coolant flush and fill only $79.95. Visit Pomp'sTire.com for a location near you. We know tires, we know service. Isn't it time you should know Pops? When you were a kid, a box could be many things, a spaceship, a submarine, or a big gift. Now you're an adult. A box holds endless possibilities. Creditbox.com for loans up to $2,500. Restrictions may apply. It's 548 a.m. here at Wax 104.5. Morning Farm Show with you. Scott Schultz doing the chores. A look at some of the news around the countryside. Farm news. Our revised waters of the United States rule is receiving applause from some corners of the egg industry while receiving criticism from environmentalists. The Federal Environmental Protection Agency and the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers on Monday released the revised rule that defines what constitutes waters of the United States as part of the Clean Water Act. The National Council of Farmer Cooperatives is among the organizations applauding the change. Chuck Connor, its president and CEO, said the previous definition was too broad and created unnecessary federal regulations for farmers and ranchers. U.S. Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue said the change gives clarity to the Clean Water Act and will help farmers better know where federal jurisdiction is over their land where that jurisdiction starts and ends. And yesterday the U.S. Senate took up that farm bill and passed it, and we're expecting to hear that the House uh, gets on gets a hold of it and maybe moves it through uh, sometime between today and Friday. The, and the leadership of the National Milk Producers Federation is urging Congress to quickly pass that federal farm bill agreed upon last week by the House and Senate Aid Committees. The Federation said the bill contains several provisions that would be helpful to the nation's dairy industry. Those provisions include increased coverage leverage for the renamed Margin Protection Program, 
more flexibility to allow access to the Tier 1 premium rates, expanded access to risk, risk management tools, continued assistance to farmers for land and water conservation programs, full funding for trade promotion programs, and nutrition provisions meant to enhance fluid milk consumption. Again, that passed yesterday in the Senate and the House is expected to take it up at any time, probably between now and Friday. Governor-elect Tony Evers has named a 25-member Agriculture, Energy, and Natural Resources Advisory Council. Evers said in a press release the group will work with his transition team to identify strategies concerning natural resources and ag industries and to work toward clean energy innovation. The governor-elect said, quote, we're going to bring science back to decision-making in Wisconsin. That news brought to you by Bobcat Plus, Chippewa Falls, and Osseo. Tough jobs demand tough equipment. Bobcat loaders from Bobcat Plus answer the challenge for those tough jobs, like the new M-Series loaders. More power, more performance, more comfort. There's a Bobcat loader that's perfect for your job. But don't just take my word on it. Hi, this is Bob Bosold. See the compact material handling equipment experts at Bobcat Plus and let their specialists show you the growing lineup of Bobcat equipment. Visit Bobcat Plus in Butler, Waukesha, Depeer. Appleton, Osseo, or Chippewa Falls. Bobcat Plus, working the state of Wisconsin, one customer at a time. 552 at Wax 104.5. Let's have another look at some of the livestock markets, the livestock futures, live live cattle. For December, is at 118.37. That's up 80 cents. February at 122.15 is up 95. April at 124.52 is up 92. June at 116.10 is up 90. Feeder cattle futures, 147 uh, for January, 147.30. I'm sorry, this is the livestock uh, futures for feeder cattle. January is 147.30. That's up 227. March 144.90, up 215. April at 145.27 is up $2. May at 145.20 is up $1.75. And August at 149.07 is up a buck forty-five. Lean hog futures, December 54.45 is down 27 cents. February at 65.20 is down 162. April at 71.45 is down 62, and May at 76.40 is down 35. There's no home cooking in the farmer-run independent first seed test, just close-to-home product comparisons. I'm Shannon Latham, talking first corn results from Central Wisconsin. Two brand-new Latham Double Pro products proved to be big winners. Full-season LH4937 scored first in yield and income at Oxford with 219 bushels and $792 per acre. And early-season LH4517 delivered 243 bushels per acre at Toma. See it all at LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. 
to rapid growth, GVS Filtration and Bloomer is now hiring. GVS is seeking full-time production associates for weekend and second shift positions. Production associates are responsible for assembling filters from start to finish for high-profile lawnmower, ATV, and motorcycle manufacturers. If you are at least 18 years old with a high school diploma or GED, the ability to lift 25 pounds and stand for the majority of your shift, GVS is the place for you. Plus, a $1,000 sign-on bonus is available to employees after three to six months of employment. Be sure to stop in on Tuesdays between 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. for tour Tuesdays. GVS Filtration starting pay is $15 an hour plus a shift differential for second and weekend shifts. Benefits available the day you start work, including health, vision, and dental insurance, 401k match, and tuition reimbursement. Apply in person or stop in on Tuesdays between 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. for tour Tuesdays. Human resources or management will be available for an immediate on-site interview and a tour. See why GVS Filtration was named Business of the Year in the Chippewa Valley. GVS Filtration is an equal opportunity employer. Clark County Rehabilitation and Living Center, located on County Road X in Owen, is seeking certified nursing assistants and registered nurses to join their unique organization. New shift differential of $2 per hour for PMs and nights. Openings on all three shifts. Taking applications for full and part-time positions. CCRLC is a long-term care facility that specializes in Alzheimer's, dementia, rehabilitation, behavioral, and custodial care. Previous experience in long-term care desired, but will provide training to motivated applicants. Drug screening, caregiver background check, and current Wisconsin certification required. CCRLC offers an excellent salary and benefit package. Contact Karen Symington, Director of Nursing, for more information. 715-229-2172, extension 1217. 5-56-A-M-Stat-With-Ya-On-Wax-104.5-Wrapping-Up-The-Morning-Chores-And-I'm-Gonna-Send-Ya-Out-Of-Here-In-A-Minute-By-Telling-Ya-To-Have-A-
through May or through 2019. Again, I'm Scott Schultz with Wax 104.5. Be safe out there today. We take pride in serving you. When you're a customer, you're the company. Always a part of one big family. Customer-owned, community-minded, Synergy Co-op. Over 170 new Rams available at ChilsonMotors.com. Wax 104.5.